Double, remember, stay sexy and don't get duplicated. I'm your co-host, Bradford Barth. <laughs> and I'm your host, Stephanie Kretz. <laughs> it's actually a sing double for all those that are confused. Yeah. But uh, I ju- he just said that before he started recording, and I was like, please say that. It's funny. <laughs> for my own amusement. I know, it's kind of like my <laughs> favorite margin. Yeah. Or my favorite anything else. I can't think of any other shows that are my favorite. My favorite murder, obviously, is what I pulled that from. Mm-hmm. It's a parody podcast. Yeah, we just parody other podcasts. We're not a real podcast anymore. <laughs> We're going to talk about a, f- a fake murder. Welcome <laughs> to the Double Dudes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the Double Dudes. <laughs> Welcome to my double, my double, and me. <laughs> Uh, oh man Judge Double Doubleson <laughs> I can't think of any good ones <laughs> The Double Zone <laughs> Tenfold more double Doublers, blazers Double old Doubleson needs a friend Oh yeah <laughs> I want to pet your double. <laughs> now that's a good one. I like that one. I want to pet your double. Oh god. Oh, that's. So I think good. it's can I pet your can I pet your double? <laughs> can I pet Either your way. double? <laughs> can I pet your double? <coughs> the adventure double. I said that one already. Oh, actually, did you? no. Wait, I said the doubles. I said the double zone. The double zone. <laughs> <laughs> and the. F- <laughs> Fake doubles, real <laughs> friends. <laughs> and, then, and then there's a companion podcast to the Double Zone called The The Double Zone Zone. <laughs> <laughs> Till double do us double. <laughs> <coughs> oh my uh, goodness. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All enough, right. All right. Enough doubling around. <laughs> oh. So yes, welcome to Seeing Double Podcast. Uh, here we are again yep. with your favorite shows about doubles and clones and doppelgangers. And yeah, how have you been in the last five minutes since we recorded the last episode? <laughs> Anything exciting happened? <laughs> <laughs> well, a great idea was birthed and it was easy. No drugs were needed at all. Uh-huh. <laughs> I got. I, I, got I went downstairs. I got water. some water. Same. Yeah, same. Well, I didn't go downstairs for water. I could just walk over oh. to the next room where there's a sink. Oh, yeah. And I pet some cats. Oh, there's a cat in here now. Which one? Gouda. He looks. Gouda's having. Can you see him having exen- ex- oh. existential crisis while he sits in front of a mirror? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's just staring at himself in the mirror. It's okay, Gouda. You're pretty the way you are. Don't let the media change you. <laughs> he's like no one else is as long and weird as me i don't understand (laughs) and how come no other cats i've ever met are named after a cheese (laughs) 
<sighs> if he was in uh, what's that country? Dutch? It's not Dutch. <laughs> <laughs> Netherlands. It's the there language. we go. <laughs> <laughs> he would he would be named Hauda. <laughs> That's how you pronounce Gouda in Dutch. It's Hauda. Mm. Oh, he's coming over after you called him Hauda. He must be Dutch. Gouda. Hauda. Yep. We just figured it out. The cat is Dutch. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's something, all right. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah. Mm. That was good. I heard that. Good. Your your second cat, Scott, instead of Matt's mascot. He's just yawning now, making weird noises. Is that right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Silly Gouda. Okay. Um, so we are back again with uh, some Orphan Black. Mm-hmm. We're Orphan Back with some Orphan Black. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're orf- <laughs> we're often Orphan Back with Orphan Black? Yeah. Wow. This girl, I've, I've recruited she's got... another person to uh, Orphan Black also. She's got some rhymes. You've you've recruited, or what'd you say? Uh, I convinced someone else to watch Orphan Black, and now they're obsessed. So, oh, who? Mission accomplished. Somebody I know. Uh, yeah, our friend Al. Um, which is why I called you Al in the last one because I, he was talking to me about Orphan Black, and I just got my brain just got confused because I talked to you about Orphan Black, and I just you know. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he uh, he started season one on i think it was wednesday and then he was three episodes in just started episode four and then his power went out from the storms this week and then he didn't get power back until yesterday holy moly so yeah so he was out for like a whole day and a half i think so where's that live doesn't he back in chicago he's in elgin oh, okay so, i yeah. suppose the power can go out there yeah, apparently a ton of people lost power, so I'm very lucky that we did not. I <clears throat> I had some flickers, that was about it. Yeah, crazy tornadoes and storms. But yes, he's uh, he's watching season season one right now. Uh, he just texted me, Olivier chose a tail, a tail? <laughs> that, that tells you where he's at. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, but we are much farther than that in our watching and we are describing to you <laughs> you know i had a fun idea before we get yeah. into this you know since we haven't don't have a lot of early banter i'd i've been mulling over this for a long time and you know how like podcasts that are doing well and have tons and tons of listeners and get picked up by various uh podcast groups and whatnot have to do commercials Mm -hmm. I thought it would be fun but we'd have to go find them to have our own commercial break but do defunct businesses that used to do commercials on podcasts (laughs) you know like do the stacked soap commercials or (laughs) any other ones you can think of that are no longer in business uh, there's probably a lot from, I don't know, but I haven't listened to podcasts in so long, so I don't even know what 
mean, we'd have to listen to old podcasts to find the businesses yeah. that don't exist anymore. The only one I know uh-huh. of off the top of my head is Stacked Soap. They uh, went out of business. What about the, uh, the the sex toys one? No, they're still around. <clears throat> they're still around. Extreme restraints. I just know that the yes, McElroy stopped doing those commercials, but. Yeah, I think they just got too big for that one. I mean, I'm sure if you yeah. go to the website, you'll find all the cages you need right there. Okay, great. <laughs> <coughs> great. Good to know. You know, just in case. Some free uh-huh. advertising for them since they're not doing podcast advertising anymore, I guess. Yeah. But anyway, now we can get back yeah. to Orphan Black. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's a funny idea. I feel like we—I don't know how many we'd have, but yeah, that'd be funny. I mean, we could go back. Or we could just do really, really old radio ads of things that. That too. <laughs> that's what I was just gonna say. Like Wanda, WandaVision style. <laughs> Once again, you jumped in my head and sucked the idea before I said it. Yeah, or we could do that's like old, do. old Ajax commercials from 1950s radio, <laughs> and and. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, I love doing voices, so. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah potentially good good idea yeah it'd be a good comedy cool. break <clears throat> maybe bring some nostalgia to people yeah I love nostalgia uh, so yeah this week we're doing Orphan Black as I said already um, season 3 episode 3 I don't know why I'm talking like this yeah cause we're <laughs> not doing an ad right now Stephanie <laughs> It is, the episode is called Formalized, Complex, and Costly, which is what I feel like everything in my life is right now. (laughs) Mm. Funny, you don't look like you're dressed for a formal event. Formalized, like, forms. Oh. uh, Business things is what I was thinking. Okay. Lots of forms to fill out and stressful things. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so... When we last left our clones, our beloved clones, the the boy clones were after were after the girl clones because they want to find their original because they're dying from their weird neurological disease that they have. Mm-hmm. And if they find their original, then maybe they can survive. Um, but due to an altercation where Kira was nearly kidnapped and killed by Seth, I believe. Okay. Or no, the other one. Not Seth, the other, Scarface. the other boy clone. Scarface one. Rudy. There you go. Uh, or as uh, Helena calls him, the ugliest of them. The, you are the ugliest Mark yet. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yes, because of him, Seth ended up getting killed. He fought Cal, and then his neurological disease overtook him, and then Rudy shot him to put him out of his misery. Right. And so, when we begin the episode, they are putting his body in the tub at Felix's loft, and not sure what to do with him. Well, you know. I mean, I know that most people have a plan for that, but, uh, you know, if Allison was there, whole different story. She would know. She's, She's like, a little a, busy, though, with her I got a spot campaign. in the garage right for that bad boy. <laughs> Strom in the trunk. Yes. <laughs> so, and of course, while they're deliberating what to do, Art shows up and wants to talk. 
and they're trying to be like, oh, Felix has a cold, uh, go away, Argo, we're fine here, but then Art, you know, forces his way in, and not really forces, like, Sarah lets him in, but he also, right. you know, gets in there, and they tried to cover up the blood, but hey. Felix is like, oh, it's a paint project, it's a new project I'm working on. Really, it's it's but. Felix's fault that Art even thought of going in that bathroom. <laughs> I know, because he's standing in front of it, like, nothing to see here. Yep, exactly. Uh, like, propping himself in front of it. Mm-hmm. You know, for being little little con artists, they're kind of bad at this. <laughs> <laughs> Felix is. <laughs> Felix is, yeah. I feel like Sarah's stronger on her own in the con artist game. <laughs> yeah, but she was also being, like... She was doing that, getting in front of him, like to remove yeah. the focus from Felix. It was, it was, yes. yeah. They were, they were definitely telegraphing the fact that something's in the bathroom that he shouldn't see. Yes, but eventually he does see it, and Sarah's just like, "Okay, first of all, it wasn't us." <laughs> that's all she can say. <laughs> right, and that's when the credits roll. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then you do your interpretive dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You gotta do the interpretive uh, <laughs> dance. It's all about uh, the dance, Stephanie. I know it is. I always do it when I hear it. Even at eight in the morning, which is when I watched this yesterday. <laughs> Just <laughs> Um So Art is obviously annoyed because, you know, here's another dumb thing he has to deal with with these damn clones and their bullshit. Uh but and he's not Sarah's supp- like, hey, but he's not surprised. What? Yeah. Because he's exasperated. He's just like, okay, here we go again. And so they're like, hey, just like pretend you didn't see this. We're going to like cut him up and destroy his body. And it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they eventually decide to call Kasima for her advice and this is now how Art gets introduced to Kasima. Yep. And she's like, "Hi, welcome to Clone Club." Oh, it's so nice when you cute. get formally invited. I know, right? <laughs> and which is like Art is probably like, "Oh great, another one." <laughs> you just can't escape. Uh, but Sarah, you know, on Skype picks up the computer and shows Kasima the the dead the dead Mark Face boy. And they they want to examine his brain because they want to know what's going on with their neurological deficiency mm-hmm. and or defect and why and maybe it could help them with their issue and they just want to look at his brain. So they're like, "All right, come chop him up." <coughs> Meanwhile, Art has a lead on where Mark went. Okay. Mhm. You Mark. with me so far? Mark, Mark, Mark from Fishmark. Yes, Prolethean Mark. Okay. Mark and I'm Crazy with you. Mark. Yes. Mark who destroyed his uh, little horse tattoo last episode. Exactly. Um, they. So yeah, Mark and Gracie have some time alone. Finally, they uh, get it on more or less. <laughs> really. Yeah, they busy bang. They busy bang, you say, huh? They sure did. Hmm. I wonder what gave you that impression. Uh, maybe uh, the smooches and then the uh, fading and then the waking up in bed together. Mm. Not waking up, being in bed together. 
Uh. And the fact that Mark tells her that all the other guys were into sex at the military academy, but not him, because he's a nice guy. And that he was waiting for her. Yes. Like a creep. Um, I mean, what? Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Art shows... Sarah, some of the pictures that he took of the ranch that I believe has burned down now because of Helena. Well, I think she just burned down the barn. Oh, that's right, yeah. Um, but everyone's kind of scattered now because of the fire, and they realize, you know, people are after us, and oh, we probably shouldn't be all gathered in one place anymore. They run into Alexis, who was part of the family. She was the nurse. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, also, I almost called her Cosima. Tatiana's stunt double for... Or not stunt double. Her clone double, who she did all of the clone scenes with. I think it's cool that they were able to integrate her into the show. I think that's very nice of them. You know, I... an actual part. I remembered that because that was a fun fact you had when they showed her initially. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the, that's the stunt double. Yeah. And also, uh, she wasn't the nurse. She was the... The teacher? No. Uh, the, um... Oh, what's the name? What do they give them? The lady that midwife? helps with her. Thank you. She was the midwife. <laughs> yes, that makes sense. Yes, yeah, so she was the midwife. Um, and she asks her about... there. They ask her about Helena. She doesn't know anything about where she went. But she knows that Helena is pregnant with uh, the Johansson baby that mm-hmm. was fertilized by Heinrich. Mm-hmm. She also tells them that Mark left with Gracie and they figure out where, at least where Mark's truck went. Do, do, do. Ba, 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 I'm just ba, trying ba, to figure ba. out. I'm just trying to figure out what order to do all these things in. I find chronological usually helps. I know, but I, I like kind of grouping the the scenes together you know yes i know here's here's everything that happened with allison here's everything that happened with Casima. <laughs> so we're doing everything that happened with sarah first well no because that's like the end of the episode so we're gonna we're gonna take a break with sarah and grace okay. and mark because they kind of lead into the major stuff gotcha um we'll do some allison and we'll go into some allison and donnie because i love them dearly <laughs> and uh you know they have recently became you know entrepreneurs what we should say mm-hmm. as they as allison runs for school trustee she is campaigning in her own way uh she has made some soaps mm, and nice. is also telling some of the suburbanites about her the fact that she took over ramon's business uh, Ramon. and also if they buy from her uh can she also count on their vote for school trustee and they're like, hmm, okay, maybe. Yeah, tell me, tell me all about the zoning issue you were talking about. Because at first they kind of like push her off, but she's got the goods now. Can't ignore Allison. It's true. It's true. She is. She's now the supplier. <laughs> and she followed the first rule. Uh huh. Never talk about Fight Club. <laughs> yes, exactly. Because you know she's she's making soap. Uh huh. And in and in Fight Club, spoiler alert. They make soap. It's true. I learned all about soap making in that movie. <laughs> and lard and 
how it can burn you and mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. when you pour it on your hand and it's yep, a test. the lie yep yep yes the lie thank you uh so yeah allison is kind of campaigning giving people some people get free samples some people pay for it and you know she gets their votes and all that good stuff um and then later on when allison and donnie are working in the garage making their soap marcy coats just pops on in and in the middle of their whole thing and she's like oh wow this is quite the operation while donnie's like secretly like shoving the money somewhere so she doesn't see Into how the much they're box, actually yeah. making from it mm-hmm. yeah um you know because they're making a lot more than one would with just soap uh so uh what was the, what did the what did the one mom give her I, she started. I think she's. She gave her sixty bucks for that little packet of soap. Well, she told her the price was now sixty bucks, and I actually enjoyed that yeah. line because yeah. she's like, because of the soap. <laughs> she's like, oh no no no. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not just drugs anymore. Yeah, it's sixty now because of the soap. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. Uh, yep. She try Marcy tries to get them out of the neighborhood by offering them a good deal on a house in another district, mm-hmm. and Allison just tells her to GTFO basically in her nice way. Uh, she, Marcy says she, Allison can't win, and Marcy tells her to or Allison tells her to get out of her garage. And then as soon as she leaves, she just goes, "I need to cut something." <laughs> Luckily, she was making soap at that exact moment. Yeah. So she was able to cut some stuff. <coughs> <laughs> uh, who, who else? Let's see. Pick your poison. Kasima, Dr. Nealon, Paul. Hmm, I think we should say, who, which one's, is Nealon's the dude? With Rachel. Yeah, we should save him for a little later. Um, okay. Let's do Paul. Paul, okay. So, at the mili- back at the, the desert military base where they have taken Helena, mm-hmm. um, Paul, sorry, Paul, Paul and Rudy, Scarface, arrive, mm-hmm. and Dr. Cody greets them, and she slaps Rudy because, you know, she's mad that he killed Seth without bringing him home, and so she could be with him before he dies. Right. Um, and Rudy says, well, he was stage five in the field, so, like, you can't. You can't excuse me for that, um, because it's their protocol to kill them when they're in that part of it, I guess. Gotcha. Um, but she says that this wouldn't have happened if you would have just followed orders and gotten back to the base, but instead they took matters into their own hands and went after Sarah and all that stuff. He t- po- sorry, Paul uh, talks about how their neurological defect is getting worse, especially for when they're in the field, because Seth went from asymptomatic to stage five in a day he says mm-hmm. um, Dr. Cody says they did the stress test which is apparently called the neurocog on okay. Helena and she doesn't she does not have the the neurological defect so they reason that her biology or the you know Lita clones biology may have answers for the boys the caster boys okay and then they also Dr. learned Cody's that she likes mangoes yeah. Where are these mangoes, though? <laughs> I love that. I love that scene. Uh-huh. Oh. Okay, sorry. 
Uh, I'm helping. Yes. I'm helping. I'm helping you. <laughs> Are you Bizarro helping, though? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is there any other way to help? <laughs> so uh, later on, Rudy comes to talk to Dr. Cody. Right? Yes? Sorry, I was like scrolling. I was scrolling through my... Well, he was in her office, Notes. and they were watch. He was watching yes. the tape of oh, the tapes them of water boning, Hel- Helena. Yeah, water boning, waterboarding. <laughs> I swear it's like you said, waterboarding. Water boarding. Yes. So filthy mind. <laughs> Or water boating. Sure. Motor boating. Anyway. <laughs> Mo- motor boating, you say? <laughs> yeah, motor boating. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dr. Cody asks for the Seth's logs. <laughs> Sounds weird to say that. His, uh, his books, his little notebooks that he and Seth had, you know, kept all their data in right not um, not the uh, daily fecal matter they kept <laughs> or like a physical log ah uh, yes <laughs> <laughs> everyone loves a log 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 uh, uh, it's log yes okay so yes Rudy admits that he should have come back to the base but if there was any chance that Sarah had the caster samples, he had to take it because Seth was so bad. Right. Um, I don't know I why everybody God, seems to think that she has samples of the original. It just baffles me. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know either. Like, Sarah just came into this. Like, she has no idea what's going on. I know, but why would they think that... I mean, but how, how would Duncan have had samples for that long? Yeah, I don't know. It's all very strange. And then, I think, doesn't Paul go visit... Yeah, Paul goes and visits Helena in her cell, mm-hmm. right? For some reason, I... that's not on my notes. I just... I think so. Yeah, because because she says... She's teasing him, and she's like, you've oh, had... Yeah. She's like, <laughs> oh, dirty Paul. You've so many. You've had so many. Come in, have another or something. Yep. <laughs> Referring to how he's slept with sarah beth and rachel at this point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) so come in have another yep yep um but yeah i think he's just like and she licked her hand yes like like straight (laughs) full on just a huge full full on on lick full palm lick yes there's a cat they're facing they're facetiming you bought them yeah, iPhones? Their <laughs> yep. <laughs> they're facing each other after all that. Oh. He's so cute. And they normally hate each other. Well, you know, sometimes know. you have to have a ceasefire. True. Uh, so, yeah. Or they're not the cats Back you know. Back to... Are they bizarro cats? <laughs> they might be bizarro cats. Who knows? <laughs> So, uh, Cosima and Scott dissect Seth's body in Felix's bathtub. 
Well, Kusima does it, and Scott almost gets sick many times. Mm-hmm. He nearly tosses his cookies. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they get the brain out, and they store it away and take it back to Dyad for some dissection and analysis. Did you enjoy that when she popped the brain out? Yeah, I also was when I was watching it I was like they're playing the most like beautiful harmonious music uh-huh. while they're cutting open this guy's head and pulling his brain out it was probably it was for the, Scott like, it was like that like but it was like that Cosima like beautiful like music that they play whenever she's doing something emotional with Delphine so I just thought it was funny that they were playing this background music for this scene <laughs> Well, she was doing something but, you know, emotional with a brain. I guess so. I think my favorite, my favorite part of that scene was when it, she was about done and you heard... <laughs> as, <laughs> as the brain suction cupped out of the bottom part of the skull. Yeah. And Felix looking uh, at it was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I've yeah, looked at it. Grossed out. He was grossed <laughs> out. Not, not into that. Oh, who would be? I suppose Hannibal True. Lecter. Yeah, he would be very into that. Mm-hmm. Um, back at Dyad, um, Dr. Nealon is with Rachel. She has a bandaged head and is in her ch- in a wheelchair, or I guess a motor chair, performing exercises on a flashcard mm-hmm. to try and get her speech better. Like, he's showing her something, and she'll, she's clearly trying she like has the words but she's struggling to get them out right um i think it's that's called aphasia that, i, I believe that the was term. the word he used I think, that's, yeah. I think that's what he says yeah um so like he'll show her a star and it'll take her a second to say star and at one point he showed her a key and it took key, her a second a to say knife i mean you know normal and things yeah <laughs> she said knife and he was like and um <laughs> She asked if she could leave, and Dr. Nealon says that everyone thinks she's dead in a plane crash, and that Delphine is in charge now. And Rachel, it's very sad, because, like, she's, you know, worked her whole life to get to this top level, and I know she, like, you know, tried to kill Sarah and, like, you know, stomped out the bone marrow, whatever, but... (laughs) Now it's just, she's like, she so, looks so little and like innocent in that chair all bandaged up and just, you know, she's asked if she's finished and Dr. Nealon says that she's still valuable, but they're just going to focus on her recovery for now. And then he shows her a card with the caster symbol with the two horses mm-hmm. and she just says horses. <laughs> yep. Like, I know what you're, I know what you're doing, bitch. <laughs> Well, maybe she was cured instantly at that moment. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what you do, doing, bitch. <laughs> um, so, yes. Back to the main the main thread, which is, um, yeah, Gracie and Mark and Art and Sarah on their little caster journey. <coughs> um, so there's a man named Willard Finch who was friends with Heinrich. Mm-hmm who was hiding something for Heinrich and they think that it might be the caster original for some reason or some sort of clue right I think they think it's well he was saying there's no blood samples or anything so yeah maybe he thinks it's you know the yeah the original's DNA somehow he got his Mm -hmm. hands on it who knows how but you know whatever 
Magic. Uh, magic. So Gracie doesn't want anyone to get hurt, so she decides to go to the farm first because she knows the guy from when she was a little girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lets her take the crate that he was hiding for Heinrich. Only after but, she threatens him. Yes, yes. The crate, unfortunately, has nothing inside of it but notebooks and there's no samples and he decides that he's going to go threaten him and he sends tells gracie to go to a diner and wait meanwhile at the same time art and sarah visit this guy and ask about and also art tells tells her to drop the accent because it's not scotland yard (laughs) yep okay so she goes into her beth her beth voice and they ask about Mark and Gracie, but he's not going to tell them anything. Um, even though they give him a little bit of a threat, he still doesn't really budge on anything. Well, he denies the fact that he knows anything until they uh, mention the uh, the fact that they know he knows Heinrich. Right. Because of his past with the militia. Yes. Oh, yeah, and the threat was calling the FBI. FBI. I thought this all happened in Canada. It does. Is So are they uh, implying he is stateside? I don't know. Because, well, because sometimes when they go somewhere, they go to the states. Yeah, and he has had a Confederate flag hanging in his barn, so maybe, maybe he he's was right stateside. on the edge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's very possible. I don't know what cornfields in Toronto are like, so I don't know where those could be. <laughs> also, he said, you're kind of far away from home, which would lead me yeah. to believe that maybe the badge he flashed wasn't uh, something that he felt he needed to be worried about. Yeah. Where is... Hold on. I'm going to look at a map of Toronto. Okay. I just want to see what state is under it. Or, like, what part of the world like what well it's the usa because canada is uh the america's i I meant like if (laughs) if they drove if they drove somewhere where could it have been okay they could have driven it could still be in canada to new york because because we both watch um uh letter kenny and they're on a produce farm as well that's also true yeah, I feel like the closest state is is like New York, and I feel like they probably didn't drive all the way to New York. That would be like Niagara Falls and stuff. Um, okay. Anyway, just wanted to look and see if there was any way that they could they could have been anywhere. Maybe he was just um, a, a a fan of uh, racism. Oh, great! With his Confederate so I'm sure he flag. Loved art, art coming to the farm. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh. So. At the motel, or no, I did that part already. Um, uh, Tatiana's double goes to the, her, her clone double, goes to talk to Bonnie Johansson, who is the wife of Heinrich. Mm-hmm. And Bonnie says that she's banished, but then she tells her that she knows, she thinks she knows where Mark and Gracie are, or at least where Mark took Gracie. So then she likes her again. Gotcha. <laughs> Once, so Art and Sarah leave the farm, whatever, cornfield, 
then they go to a, a diner and they have a little heart to heart and we learn a little bit more about Art and Beth's relationship which I thought was really interesting even though I knew it already <laughs> <laughs> what? have you been watching ahead of me? <laughs> uh, so he talks Art talks a little bit about how he was really close to Beth and she finally gets him to admit that he was in love with her because she thought it was weird that out of everybody that in her life that after she shot Maggie Chen that she would call Art and she just Sarah could never figure that out like they're a partner sure but like what's really going on and so it seems like they had a little thing on the side even though she was you know with Paul but also her and Paul were really rocky and tumultuous and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's very possible Art gave her a bit of a comfort that Paul did not gotcha um, but it, Art also you know kind of goes into how it's you know Sarah is a lot like Beth she's very fierce and she's also needs his help all the time <laughs> which, is an, which is an understatement <laughs> well Nice throwing a little shade there, Art. <laughs> uh, then he he leaves. I can't remember why he went. Oh, because cause Sarah tells him to go back and do real police work and let her handle this. Yeah, because he was getting paged um, nonstop. Yeah. Or text messaged. So he, I don't know. Yeah, probably paged. Police, old-fashioned people. Um, after he leaves, Sarah realizes that Gracie is at the diner, too convenient must only be one diner in the area (laughs) she sits down with gracie who is you know like oh god an abomination (laughs) doesn't want to deal with her yeah because you know i mean she's been with helena who's just like a hot mess all the time so i'm sure she's just like i don't want to deal with these people right these clones um she sarah ends up asking gracie about mark and his brothers and gracie seems very thrown off by that and says my husband doesn't have any brothers and sarah says oh congratulations you guys are married now um and gracie says like sarah's the first person she's even told that she got married to mark which is also <sighs> crazy they're best buds forever now so, so bff <laughs> she sarah Casually. tries to bond a little bit with her doesn't really work very well so she ends up just showing her a picture of rudy and seth being like look see he's a he's also an abomination as you like to say and she tries to figure out where mark is and i think gracie eventually tells her considering sarah goes there yes yeah (laughs) we don't explicitly see it happen but (laughs) obviously assumed that gracie tells her she shows up where he would be she must have told (laughs) her yeah okay use your brain as a viewer and read between the lines i have to read between (laughs) lines when i'm watching a show who would have thought yep i thought i could just sit here (laughs) in this barn with this confederate flag and be stupid and they'd tell me everything sorry i i don't mean to offend anyone but that was that was my you kind you kind of do that was my character (laughs) for that part Uh uh-huh uh Gracie goes back to the motel and starts packing, and then her mom, well, I guess not really her mom, Bonnie, walks it's her in. her mom. Isn't that her mom? Is her mom? I'm pretty it's sure probably it's her mom. Her. I, forget. 
I got all confused with the Prolethians and their weird relationships and cult farm, whatever. I Did you know. say their re-relationships um, or their weird? Weird, weird oh, okay. relationships. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what's weird. a re? What's a re-relationship? Who knows? <sighs> uh, when you have a relationship again? Yeah, I just didn't know. <laughs> maybe I just made that up. Maybe you get cloned and it's like repet or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. You know from whatever that movie was with Arnold Schwarzenegger with Mars yeah. and uh, Total Recall. There we go. That was it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Repet. Got it. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, Bonnie's not too happy that Gracie ran away with Mark and she says that, you know, her only value is that she's pregnant with the baby. Helena and her dad's baby. Hmm. Really, also, also really messed up. Doesn't it kind of make you wonder why your daughter ran away, Ma, when you come back with that kind of loving statement? Your only value is the fact that you're pregnant with your dad and a clone's baby. Cool. Thanks, Mom. (laughs) Um, So she basically takes Gracie back to wherever they were staying. Um, Meanwhile, Mark is at the farm with the Confederate man torturing him for information trying to find the samples uh unfortunately the dude dies from the torture <laughs> like oops <laughs> yep had mark a bit went of a little too hard cardiac arrest there yeah. mark overestimated mark the strength of his heart true i thought he was breaking thought. multiple fingers but apparently when we went back to that scene it was only one f- oh, and stephanie's gone I'm talking to a bunny chair now. Oh, she killed an ant. <laughs> no, there's like a bug flying around. I was trying to get it. Oh, okay. Oh, it's like a bunny chair. completely right so it's like taped in there uh-huh very like you know so there's teeny tiny cracks somewhere where giant bugs get in here i don't know how they get in here there's like gotcha. a dead grasshopper that's this big on the ledge she's no holding up fingers that, that are about three inches long by the way people <laughs> there's no opening <clears throat> that i can find anyway this is when I sit up here at night and have my light on, it's like a homing beacon, and they're all in here. Of course. <sighs> anyway. It was a pretty strong so, <laughs> bug, though. You had to hit it like six or seven times to kill it. It's just like, yeah, I mean, I wasn't hitting very hard, but so. I was like, come <laughs> on, bud. I just don't want mosquitoes in here. I have like 50,000 mosquito bites. I don't need more. And just like that guy at the farm, the bug had a heart attack because <laughs> he couldn't take the torture. <laughs> <laughs> nice segue. <laughs> So, uh, yeah. Well, so Sarah goes to the farm, but she's kind of sneaking around, and Cosima calls her, uh-huh. because she and Scott have been, you know, slicing and dicing the brain. Right. And she finds that there's, you know, really, it's very deteriorated. Um, and then she cross-references his DNA with the Lita DNA, and basically tells Sarah that there's enough 
substantial blocks of matches between the two DNAs that means that they are brother and sister. So the boy clones are the Lita's sisters. <laughs> you don't say. So. Sarah's like, oh great, okay. But now I have to go deal with Mark, my new brother. Yep. <laughs> and she finds the guy, the old man dead. And then Mark is sitting there looking all sad. Uh, he planned on getting the guy talking, not dying, accidentally killed him, yada yada, as mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. said earlier. She's she's trying to get, she's still trying to find out about Helena. He doesn't have any info about that because he's not in any way involved in that part of it, really. He's just, you know, with Prolethean, so he's kind of separate from whatever the other boy sure. clones are doing. Sure, sure, sure. I bet he knows. He might know, but he's not really a military boy anymore. He's a Prolethean boy. But he knows where home base is, even though he has defected. I feel like home. I feel like home base moves, though. You think? I. That's my. That's my opinion. I feel like the home base moves around. So if he wanted to get back, he would have to call in and be recalled. Yeah. If they extracted. were smart, they would move their home base. But they're like in this desert town that nobody knows mm, about. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe you're right. Who knows? We'll never know. Yep. It's just a theory. True. Just because all bad guys move their bases around, that's just kind of what I assumed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Every movie I watch, they're always in the same spot, either a volcano <laughs> or <laughs> some cave. Uh, <laughs> you know, totally hidden. Uh-huh. You know, Dr. Evil's face is not carved into the side of the volcano. Right. <laughs> They should have a caster face carved into the side of a cliff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> a mark face. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, so she's trying to find out about Helena, and he's like, I don't care about Helena. And Sarah's like, well, you should, because she's your sister. Guess what, pal? And so am I. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, no, he doesn't accept it, and he only cares about Gracie. So mm-hmm. he stomps away all angrily, and then he, we hear a gunshot, and then he kind of collapses to the ground. And he crawls away to the cornfield, uh, and then we see that it's, well, first we see her, you know, sneakers. Yes. <laughs> her big her big socks and her, her old lady shoes. And, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we realize it is Bonnie who has shown up to kill Mark for, you know, taking Gracie away. She follows him into the cornfield. We see her line up her shot and fire. And that's all. What happens? Well, the crows flew away. She okay. startled all the crows and they flew out. Okay. Okay. Yeah, true. Yeah, so. The end. <laughs> we'll never know. Or we'll know in like a couple weeks when they tell you. <laughs> when we watch the next episode and they reveal who walks out of the cornfield. Will it be the mother? Will it be Mark? Is somebody dead? Or were they faking it? Find out on Orphan Black, Season 3, Episode 4. Dun dun dun. <laughs> <laughs> true you think i could get away you think i could i mean do you think i got a good public radio voice i think so no thank you 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 could do that i could be some voice acting i could be a disc jockey yeah for sure 
Gouda found a bug and now he's chasing it. Good job, Gouda. Get that bug. Did you see him in the back? Did you see him? Yep. He just <laughs> shut the door. He's so good at it. Nope. He's looking still. <laughs> Get him. He usually can grab them out of the air. So he's like, what's happening? I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> anyway. Um, what did you think of the episode? What was your favorite part? Uh, well, I said earlier when Allison said the price went up to $60 because oh, of, yeah. of soap. <laughs> yep. I really enjoyed that. Um, I enjoyed Felix's reaction to, oh, and I looked, you know, that whole, uh, <laughs> shouldn't have done that. Uh-huh. Um, there was, I think there was another one. What am I, what, am I, what was it? What was it? Maybe there, oh, <clears throat> Helena telling uh, Seth that he was the Rudy. ugliest mark, Rudy, that he was the ugliest mark of them all. You are the ugliest mark yet. Yes. Yes, that's another one. And I like Helena saying, come in, have another. <laughs> yes. Yes, she it's was... like all the Helena and, yes, Allison going, I need to cut something. Those are my yeah, two yeah, favorite that was a good one of too. the episode. Yep, yep. <laughs> so... And I also like little baby Rachel being sad and tiny and in her little wheelchair. With her aphasia, yes. I have, so I'm still struggling with the fun facts for Orphan Black because finding, because the Hive blog is still a mystery. I can find some episodes, but not all of them. But I have a couple little, I have some goofs. You mean the Wayback the Machine doesn't have it perfect? No. Oh, ma'am. I, I struggled. But I'm going to keep looking, so I'm going to keep trying every week. But I can only spend so much time on it. I spent like another hour today looking. Wow. <laughs> I could not find this episode. Well, give me the goofs. Um, so Felix refers to Scott as Lieutenant Scott, but he pronounces it Lieutenant and not Lieutenant. As he would if he was British. <laughs> That's apparently a goof. But, but, but. Yes. They're in Canada. Yes, but he's British. But they came over when they were kids. <laughs> yeah. There's no lieutenants in Canada, are there? I don't know. That was, was just the goof. Or was the joke? It was it supposed to be lieutenant, and he read it as lieutenant and they kept it he may have it may have been because he is technically i mean jordan gavaris is an english he's like american english actor so he may have read it as lieutenant when it's felix is british he should have said lieutenant okay so either way it could yeah you could you i'm also agreeing with you that he could just have you know lived there for so long he says lieutenant so true either way works maybe Um, this is some fans fake goof it's true. I just found it on IMDb, so, you know. I'm not taking it as word. I just thought it was interesting. Okay. Um, Sarah suggests to Mark that the clone project names proves the originals were siblings. But in Greek mythology, Leto was Castor's mother, not his sister. <laughs> so he's actually her son. Plot twist. <laughs> yes. Or I'm someone just goofed up the names. <laughs> or they just thought the names were cool. Okay, gotcha. Them. Lead in caster. I, I like my idea better. 
Yes, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are my fun goofs. No Love facts, it. goofs. No fun facts, goofs. just goofs. <laughs> gotcha. You're going to make me do the double yeah. count now, aren't you? Mm-hmm. Because you got, you, got, you got two sets now. Six. Sarah. Cosima. Mm-hmm. Helena. Mm-hmm. Allison. Mm-hmm. Whichever. Oh, well, I got uh, seven. Dead Seth. Alive. Scarface. And Mark. You're missing one. Who am I missing? Oh, Rachel was in it. Eight. <laughs> there you go. <coughs> I almost I was about forgot. To be very offended. How dare you forget? <laughs> I'm sorry, Stacy. I'll remember next time better. <laughs> so yeah, good. good and times. I'm not calling Stephanie Stacy. I'm calling Stacy Stacy because Stacy loves Rachel more than anyone in the universe should that's a fact or has <laughs> yes <laughs> boy those sure are some wet socks oh gosh that was for you know you. who i think comes next week I think the mailman is next no i think shay is next not next week next time okay next really i think it's i think it's shay mm-hmm. she's coming she's coming soon i think it might be the next one because so it's when Cosima starts going on dates. Yes. And <clears throat> Shay. Can't wait. I'm excited. Oh yeah. I'm dancing in my chair. I rubbed my hands <laughs> I can together. See that. <laughs> It'll be the special Brad Shay three or yep. four episodes of what however long she's in. Mm-hmm. So there Just you go. Me making grunt noises. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. All right, and with that being said, please, oh, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna cut. I'm gonna cut off your uh, grunting. Okay. Oh. With the, well, yeah, the things we say. <laughs> Unless yes, you had more to say. No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're done here. <laughs> Go think about Shay on your own. So time. if you, yeah, I can do that. On, <laughs> I can do that on my own time. But what I can't do on my own time is tell you what the email address is. I got to do that on this time. And you can email us at cdoublepodcasts at gmail.com if you have any suggestions or comments. You can follow us on Twitter at cdoublepod. You can follow Steph on all her socials at Steph plus Verb. Although, as she told us last week, and she's been a little um, not on her other socials that much. Well... That's not. I've been, a, that's I've been a posting lie. on Twitter. And She's Instagram. been posting I just, stuff. She just hasn't I just been haven't streaming. streamed as much. Yeah. I'm gonna hopefully by this time I will have streamed more. And if you're by feeling you're listening to this. <laughs> extra special and want to rate and review us, please do so at uh, Apple Podcasts because that is the best place for us to gain traction. Tell your friends. Tell your loved ones. Don't get cloned. And until next time. I'm Stephanie Kretz. And I'm Bradford for Barth. Did I just say my name wrong? <laughs> Bradford for Barth. Are you okay? It's a knife. I'm Bradford Barth. <laughs> and remember, stay sexy and don't get cloned. Goodbye. <laughs>